Previously on In The Moment. Mother, no. That's not what happened. In the whole time, I was just minding my business. I ain't even want to pick her up in the first place. But the universe has a way. I would have never left her alone to try to get the bike on her own. I was excited to help her with the bike. I ain't even see her go back to the bike. I thought she was still with mom saying bye, but for the rest of life. I am now officially the worst uncle to ever walk the planet. I did my best, but I guess my best wasn't good enough. There's nothing I can do about it. But damn near got fired and I'm the sicko of all the uncles because of the universe. Who's next? I ain't gonna lie, I was tight with my sister for a second. Both of them. I was mad. It wasn't nothing serious, but it was. Because I reached out to my family about some advice on an email that I got that I believed was a ridiculous email. I talked about it on the Burt Show this week. If you listened to the show, you heard it. The email that I was upset about. Reached out to my family first because I said, do y'all feel like I should address this? Because I'm going to be honest with y'all. I get emails and DMs every single day that piss me off for a lot of different reasons. Because people don't always listen as much as they want to be heard. They say things that in your mind, you're like, I could easily address this because it's extremely foolish, but I know that you're going to want to go back and forth and you're never going to get the message. So what's the point? But there are other times when it's not foolish and people are genuinely looking for some guidance and some understanding. So you kind of have to try your best to determine which one it is every time you get an email or a message. Most of them, you know when to ignore them. Sometimes you don't. This was one of those times. I reached out, which I shouldn't always do. Let that be a lesson to some people who may need it. Sometimes you are in a position in life that no one else is in. It's that simple. They're not going to understand. They're not going to get it. They may love you to pieces, but they're not going to truly understand what the situation means to you. So you have to be careful about who you reach out to for advice and when you reach out for advice because sometimes the advice that they give you is simply going to piss you off. But it's not their fault. They just don't get it. It's just you in this situation. So sometimes you have to know when to look within you for the answer because it's there. But a lot of us don't always trust ourselves or our own instincts and so we reach out to people who really can't help us to get some form of validation that's really not going to help. Maybe that's what I did. But it was an email. It was a long email. And I said, should I ignore this? Should I address it personally? Or should I bring it to the bird show and address it? And I'll go into the details of this email a little more later. Because I'm having fun right now. And it wasn't fun to address this email. And one of my sisters in the group text sent a picture of something that Justin LaBoy said. If you listen to me enough, you know, I'm not really a fan of the clout-chasing comedians who think it's cute to just constantly post quotes and then everybody is so hype and gassed by it because there's no real substance to it to me. That's your thing, cool. Whatever floats your boat, it's too shallow for me to be interested or invested. But I felt the way because here I am, I'm sending this email, and I'm, this is something I go through on a daily basis on The Bird Show. I have to address a lot of things that are very difficult for anybody to address. And I guess one of my sisters sent a meme to my other sister. And it read, normalize telling people I don't give a fuck in the middle of conversations. And one of my sisters said to the other, 
Tell Reese to use this trick next time. I was kind of tight, not going to lie. For a couple reasons. For one, if she wanted me to know that, why didn't she send it in the group text? Tell me. Why'd you tell my sister to tell me? That was one. Number two, it don't make no fucking sense. <laughs> if it's an email, how am I going to tell somebody in an email that I don't give a fuck in the middle of the email? It wasn't a one-on-one conversation or I would have done that. Number three, don't ever think that a Justin LeBoy meme can help me when I'm fighting real-life issues. And I just talked about this Justin LeBoy guy last week. Y'all keep playing with this whole Justin LeBoy respectfully thing trying to be cute. Y'all remember when he tried to get that off with Migos what happened, right? Well, if you don't look it up, Justin LeBoy, we discovered he damn sure ain't Justin LeMan that day. They beat that ass respectfully. <laughs> Y'all keep thinking this respectfully thing is cute. All right. I talked about how y'all keep thinking it's cute that this man keep posting these little stupid-ass memes and y'all keep sending them around and quoting it and posting it. And that's how he ended up interviewing Saweetie, and that's also how he ended up getting his ass kicked by Migos. Disrespectfully. I'm be honest with y'all, I'm not a fan of the new wave of internet superstars that some of y'all gas because they put little cute memes out every day. People be so hype, just making millionaires out of nothing. <laughs> hey, call it hate if you want. I don't care. But I'm old school. It's a lot of motivational speakers nowadays that people be hyping. And then when I go listen to him, he'd be like, hey, if you're thirsty, what I need you to do is hydrate yourself. Drink a lot of water. OK, go to the gym, work out, get your mind right. That's going to be important. That's going to carry you through your career and through your life. Love your family because they're all you got. You have to know who to support and who not to support. Cut the toxic people out of your life. Cut the toxic friends out of your life. Believe in yourself. Love yourself. Trust yourself. And normalize telling people you don't care in the middle of conversations. Hey, guess what, man? Y'all motivated. But he ain't tell me shit. <laughs> man told me to drink water. woo Y'all got to stop being so damn impressed. I say it every week. I cannot tell y'all how many times somebody puts me on to a motivational speaker that is so far from a Les Brown, it's not even funny. This is a thing now. Physical trainers, all they do is work out in Google workout plans, and the next thing you know, they got mad clients. Photographers, they just buy a really nice camera and get women to take half their clothes off, and now all of a sudden, hey, photographer of the year. I'm not saying this is everybody. There are some motivational speakers who are amazing. And there are also some internet superstars who put memes and quotes out that are actually really dope and profound. But y'all don't normally use those guys to get messages across. For some reason, y'all like to use the Justin LeBoys of the world. And, well, I'm a man. That'll never be helpful to me. But thanks. Who's next? Last but not least, while we're on the topic of normalizing things, I think we need to normalize everything that comes before. Just say that. And here's what I mean. You ever sit there and have somebody try to give you a three-hour explanation for something that could have easily have taken five seconds? Normalize using direct responses that will not waste people's time. You ever call one of your friends, somebody to go out? Yo, we're going out this Friday. It's lit. We're going to be at this spot. Come through. They be like, yo, man, here, here's the thing. You know, I had to put my kids in a daycare. The car broke down. My wife is going through some things. Work ain't, ain't really hitting like that, man. I done took a couple days over. Yo, 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 if you broke, just say that. <laughs> Yo, we're going to go out. We're going we gonna to turn up this weekend. It's going to be lit. Yo, man, you know, hey, me and the wife been going through something lately, man. And 
I'm trying to fix things around the house, and, you know, maybe it's not in my best interest. Yo! If your wife won't let you go anywhere, just say that. Yo, I just found out that this place is hiring. I know you said you wanted a job. I got you in there. I was talking to somebody there, and they said you could start next week. Yo, man, well, see, the thing is, man, I got I got a few things going on in life, and I just... Yo! If you lazy, just say that. I'm not saying this always applies, but when it does, just say that. Who's next? All right, let's get down to business. Summer Walker just dropped. Shout out to Summer Walker. It's not going to be a very popular opinion. I think someone is going to be mad at me, but I'm going to say it anyway. That's normally how things work on my podcast. We in the moment, baby. Summer Walker is pretty cool, man. She's dope. She's a great artist. Makes good music. Last album was fire. This album, everybody was excited about it. And there's nothing wrong with that. They had no problem with people being excited about Summer Walker's album. My issue with it was how Summer Walker dropping made everybody on Twitter say it's over for men. It's over. Oh, men's season is done. Your girl's going to hate you. If you were trying to get a girl, she don't want you now. Men should just stay in the house and not come outside all season. First of all, it's not even summer. That's number one. There are women who, when they drop, I can understand why y'all would say it's over for men. It's happened with Beyonce. It's happened with Rihanna. It's happened with Adele. And the list goes on. Most of these women deserve for that to be the case. That summer, listen, she has every right to talk about London however she chooses. But it should not be over for men when this is the same Summer Walker who knew when she met London, who was a big-time producer who helped Summer Walker with her last album, and the album was incredible. They were in love, and it's no longer, and now she's making a new album, if you didn't know. But when she met him, she knew he had three baby mothers. Mm Mm-hmm, three. And she said something to the extent of, well, those first three baby mothers wasn't me because they broke and they ain't have what I got in order to lock London down. You know what she learned? She was wrong. Duh. So she became his fourth baby mother, and well, he didn't treat her the best. He treated her the same way he treated the first three baby mothers. And now she talks about him being a monster, and it's over for men. Nah, that shouldn't work like that. Life gives all of us clear signs and clear examples as to why we should move a certain way. And when we choose to ignore those signs and examples and even go as far as to make fun of them, all to be humbled by learning the same lesson? Oh, you don't get a season for it. What are y'all talking about? I, yo, the music is great. But it ain't over. Because of the mistake that she made, winter is coming. It's Game of Thrones in here. I am going to now create an alternate personality. It's going to be a rapper, and his name is going to be Winter Runner. And I'm going to complain about a whole lot of things that I should have saw coming, and it better be over for the women when I do it. <laughs> you see how crazy I sound? It's exactly how crazy I felt like people sounded when they said it's over for men because summer 
is dropping. Now, there's nothing wrong with deciding to be someone's fourth baby mother if that's what you are in the game for. But you cannot be mad when you find yourself going through the same thing that the first three women went through. And you shouldn't have put them down in the first place. If anything, you should have learned from them. They should have been your peers. Just my opinion. Nick Cannon got how many baby mothers? Future got how many baby mothers? It's too much to look up. I don't feel like it. But it's a lot. And sometimes I just wonder, what is the number? If there is a number. So I asked Jade earlier today, my co-host on Jade and Mo. Shout out to Jade. Shout out to Jade and Mo. I said, Jade, what's the number? And she told me about a comedian, really, really famous comedian. I won't say his name. She didn't give me permission to, so I won't do that. But basically, he has a lot of children. And he basically told her, yo, you look so good that I want you to have my 11th child. I guess that was a compliment. Like, that was his game. Like, yo, give me number 11. And while I know 11 is a lucky number for a lot, is that really, like, an honor? I'm not trying to be funny. I'm serious. I'm asking this question. Is it a certain amount of money that a man has to have in order for you to feel honored to have his 11th child or to be his 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth baby mama? Now, Jay told me, hell nah, one or two. And he got to be the king of kings for three. That's her number. And I don't think you should judge anybody for whatever their number is. If someone feels like I could only be the second, can't judge them the same way you shouldn't judge someone that's the 10th. But my only question is, what's the number? Because Nick Cannon just said his favorite baby mother is the next one. And so I'm curious. I'm going to take a vote from the ladies on what's the number? What's the cutoff for you? What is the number that no matter how much money a man has, no matter how fine a man is, no matter what a man is bringing to the table, what is the number that when he comes to you and says, hey, I got 10 baby mamas looking for the 11th. I got 43 baby mamas. And you could be the lucky number 44. Come on down. What's the number that you go, fam, if you don't get the fuck? Because I don't know that there's a number. I feel like Future could go as far as he want to go. It may not be a number. I don't know. But I'm curious because this is kind of crazy to me. I'm going to be honest. Like, do you not consult with the other 43 just to see that just maybe, just maybe, it wasn't the first 43 baby mothers and it was him that's toxic? I don't know. Could it be? Just curious. Because if you make an album about the 43 baby mothers, that was not enough lessons for you, and the guy was trash when you became 44, should your album really cancel a season for men? I don't. No, these are just questions. But I would imagine there has to be a number. But until then, no. Last time I checked, it's fall. Summer ain't canceling nothing over here. Who's next? It may not be over for men, but as far as I'm concerned, it is certainly over for one man. And that man is... 